listening to the All Things Geekery podcast. This is episode 18 of season 3, and this one's called The Loaded Baked Potato. I'm your host, Detached. Hey guys, and I'm Victus. Well, we want to welcome all our listeners back to the show, and if it's your first time with us, well, we thank you for stopping in and joining us, and we hope you guys enjoy this episode. In this episode, we're first going to talk about BlizzCon and the redemption that Blizzard attempted to make and the gaming announcements from that conference. Next, we're going to talk about the success of the Star Wars brand as a whole recently and also the hope we have going into Rise of Skywalker. We will also be talking about the video streaming new kid on the block, which is Destiny+. And finally, we'll wrap up this with the announcement that came from Microsoft's yearly celebration this year's XO nineteen. Uh, wow, this is a uh, lot. That, uh, this is a lot. About, what what yeah, are we thinking? Gonna, um, I don't know if we were really thinking about how much content we had. I think we just kind of <laughs> went. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Just, uh, a lot of good stuff. A lot of There's, good stuff. There is so much content coming out over the next couple of months. So I mean, we're we're pushing into the the end of the year now. Uh, we've, we've got three episodes left to wrap this year up mm-hmm. and we're pushing 2020. So, uh, I think we've got, uh, a year in celebration to do because we are soon going to be celebrating our fourth season come this, what, February, March, January, February. Yep. Yeah. So that's coming right around the corner guys. Plus, Uh, We always do kind of a year-end recap episode, so (laughs) there were definitely some funny episodes and uh, some not-so-funny episodes that we had this year. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I think we've got a lot to kick in. Our first topic for tonight, though, is our coverage over BlizzCon. And uh, I think you said a perfect word, and that was the word redemption. So Blizzard, I think, did a pretty good job this year, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It was it was everything last year's Blizzard needed to have happen. For those yeah. of the staple of Blizzard, um, you know, it was how they announced and, and dealt with the fallout of Diablo Immortal. Mm-hmm. Well, you mean the the the, the mobile game the mobile. that they announced that was such yeah. a hit? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a hit. It was a, a reverse hit, however you want to call it, a, a flop, because of how they kind of um, had it as a staple for the Diablo brand. Yeah. Heck, it, if it they had just was not what the community. If wanted. they had, you know, had a little snippet about it, okay, fine. Or, or instead, let, let's let's rewind it back and say they came out and showed. Uh, some dramatic music, no actual cinematics, and then you see the Roman numeral four come on the screen, and then it, you know, ends out to that. Maybe give a rough year that's coming out, right? I don't. They don't even have that now, but let, let's say that happened, and then you went into Diablo Immortal. It would have been a People much would, different, much outcome. different. I mean, let's let's outcome. think back to to what Microsoft did E three of. I think it was 2018 
when they announced Gears 5. Oh, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it was they did the uh, pop, the 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 <sighs> pop did, gear they? game. I remember Mobile. That. Yeah. And people were like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then they went into the Gears 5 announcement, right? And because of how they did it then, it wasn't like there wasn't a whole lot of flack on them. Yeah, people kind of laughed about it. But it wasn't near the hate that Immortal got and scrutiny and everything. Yeah, so Immortal was an instant dislike from the community. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the 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 whole buzz for this year's conference was a uh, was a lot different. Uh, just watching them going into it. the conference, going into it, there there seemed to be some pretty positive things coming out of it. So I, I don't know. I really really hope Blizzard does some good stuff. I mean, they've they've always been. Uh, a great maker of games. They've they've definitely had their fair share of troubles over the last few years, though. Um, everything from yeah. uh, you know the just the higher ups in the company not making good decisions to the way they treat their employees to just overall bad decisions. And you know, there's really been some scrutiny come down through social media and and the news outlets. But uh, yeah, and working up to BlizzCon. Blizzard has definitely fallen out of the good grace of the community as a whole because of missteps that they've taken uh, regarding uh, just with their games, uh, communication of to the community, and also just how they've taken action against uh, what they deem to be uh, rule violations of hosted events by them or supported events by them, like the most recent... Uh, instant with the uh, banning of a hearthstone player in the beginning wasn't gonna get his, his prize money but what they did and they started out at the beginning of blizzcon is they you know gave in a statement uh it was an apology some would say it wasn't enough uh but they came out and uh gave one at the very beginning so they didn't didn't beat around the bush with it but then they you know hit the ground running with the very first thing you see is Diablo 4. Which they did an amazing job previewing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I watched that uh, cinematic trailer and whoa, that was yeah. brutal. Basically, I mean, there was excitement, but as soon as it came on, pretty much just silence through the entire crowd for a few seconds. Yeah, for sure. And because everybody knew it was on the way, but uh, just with it finally getting announced, albeit no actual release date or even release year that we know of yet. Yeah, no no release date, no no year. Uh, we did get to see a little bit of quote-unquote gameplay. Yeah, the, the kind of cinematic... Yeah, the cinematic view, anyways. Yeah. Uh, looks like four confirmed classes uh, of different types. Yeah, so that... That was kind of exciting, you know, the whole new class piece. Um, what I really hope that they don't do is do a reskin of three. Yeah, just, just, I was definitely I'm worried all, about that. Yeah, I'm always skeptical. Skeptical. That's a new word skeptical. for tonight. Yep. Yeah, skeptical <laughs> of games that, because it looks so much like the third one, um, it has, has kind of the same skin to it i hope it's not just a reskin i hope the 
hope the story changes. I hope it continues on with some of the bits and pieces. But we'll see. Um, yeah. Probably not going to be one that I just am there in line waiting on for it to come out. I wasn't for the third one, but you know, I want to see. I want to see how it functions and plays and what it's like for sure. Yeah, I really wondered where they could go with the story. I mean, coming out of three, you've now defeated all the lords of hell, including um, the Lord of Death himself, uh, previous angel. Mm-hmm. turned grim reaper uh because of the expansion so th- i mean i was wondering like who what are the bad guys still left and then they showed lilith and i was like oh okay yeah yeah that's yeah. that's a big big that, bad guy that's got that's it a big bad guy yeah <laughs> and there's probably there's probably a lot of backstory oh yeah for sure so i'm i'm i, I know there's going to be a good amount of content just because of the amount of content we had with three i mean they they drug that game on forever. Still so, are. I mean, there's still seasons getting yeah. updated with new yeah. stuff yeah, today. Still dropping so. things. Uh, it does make yeah. you wonder, though, with when four hits, albeit there's no even release year, so it's gonna it's gonna be a while um, before we see it. Then again, they could just pull a hey, it's gonna hit BlizzCon next year. Guess what? Holiday 2020. Right. Uh, but. It does make you wonder if they, if they're gonna pull out, you know, another year of Diablo three seasons. Um, yeah, I don't know what that cutoff would look like, or how much support hope, that they would give it for maintenance or anything. Yeah, hopefully they don't. They need to time it right to where there's not a stale period. Yeah, uh, which some some could say that's already happened with Diablo three, but I know those that are lo- that love Diablo three are enjoying every single new season. Oh, absolutely. They've definitely had some really good content drops. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see Diablo. Um, curious to see what they do with it story-wise, launch-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that one that one didn't really catch me off guard. I knew, I knew oh. they were going to be dropping something. I just wasn't sure exactly what it was going to look like and when. Yeah, apparently um, a big difference with it that maybe the gameplay will look similar to 3, but the DNA of it where um, they said no loading screens and also that it's going to be an open world with other people. So it's kind of like an evolving world. So that's going to be an interesting change because it was very limited in the areas that you were able to travel and do things. So. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of people say that sounds like Diablo 2 with some of the things that are coming to Diablo 4. Interesting. Well, that, so, yeah. should be a, that should be a nice change for sure. When it ever does hit. <laughs> yeah, when, when and if it hits, if they don't run into yeah. massive problems. Uh-huh. Uh, next big one was an amazing... Oh my gosh. Cinematic trailer for Overwatch 2. This this oh. was one of those that re- I this kind of shocked me. I did not expect this one. I didn't I didn't either. I would There was a right right it was right right before BlizzCon. There was um murmurs of something of a rebirth of Overwatch. And people were putting it hey, there's going to be an Overwatch 2. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't putting my money on it or right. anything like that because of what uh, 
I mean, that's right on the heels of what? Oh my goodness, uh, the biggest battle arena game right now is Fortnite. Thank oh, you, Fortnite. Yeah, the name was as gone. I was like, you, F- as soon as you said battle arena, I'm like, you mean Fortnite? Fortnite, you know, yeah. Only like well, Fortnite did a rebirth, ever. right? Uh, Fortnite did a rebirth, but now uh, Overwatch is doing one, and uh, wow, it's definitely going to be a change up of things. It's going to be a big change up. Now, I was big. not a huge fan of Overwatch. I just I didn't enjoy it. Uh, I never have really been a big fan of the Battle Royale games, but the community loved Overwatch. I mean, it, it became a massive fan favorite. For sure. And the constant so. updates they're doing, constant additions of new heroes. We, we mm-hmm. can expect to see more of that. And they're adding a new PvE story mode, which is really cool because Overwatch 1 didn't have that. No, uh, it, it was it was literally just characters and in, in the fighting arenas. So mm-hmm. if if they add a story that's enjoyable and you know decent, I may play it. We'll see. Yeah, looks like it'd be a lot of fun. Um, looking at snippets of it right now, you can level up your hero, um, change, customize your abilities. So it looks like a little bit of RPG with each character. But then when you go into PvE, those have staple of what we come to expect of those characters. Yeah, which I, I I would fully expect some some characters get reworks because of like maybe completely new abilities because of the, they'll deem stapled uh, abilities and change how they play in PvP. It would be a cool feature to see if they can do it across the board. You know, the like the most popular characters that people really enjoyed do a rework with them, maybe keep some of their old like legacy skills, but give them the mm-hmm. chance to gain new ones. That would be a neat feature. Yeah, it would. Uh, looks like they've already announced one new hero. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't. Let's see here. No actual release date of when Overwatch 2 is going to hit. Yeah, they but give one. It, it's, it's good. Another good rebirth for a very popular uh, mm-hmm. Both esports and just overall game uh, tracking, yeah, out there. Yeah, I think it's. I think it'll be a, a nice little shot in the arm to the esports, like you said. So, yeah, kind of excited about that one. Should be fun. Yep. Uh, and then uh, we also would be a BlizzCon without World of Warcraft. Wow. Yep. Cannot have a BlizzCon update of any kind unless you announce something. Something. <laughs> something. Um, and and they announced Shadowlands. So. This seems like it's going to be kind of a big piece. I, you know, I haven't played World of Warcraft in a long time. I know, I know the, uh, you know, the rework came out, what three months ago, and people uh, really something uh, like that yeah, really classic. jumped into the, the the classic again, which looked amazing and seemed like it was a ton of fun. It really got a lot of the original players back in, kind of kind of brought some life back in. But uh, Shadowlands is going to be interesting. Yeah, it's another one of those is like, where are they going to go with this? Um, yeah, the story, the story seems like it's going to be really off topic to me from, from the last major expansion to this. I don't know. It seems like there's a lot missing. 
Well, yeah, the the jump between we had the battle battle of Azeroth mm-hmm. happening, and now we're going into basically the afterlife, right? Which is an interesting area for which we've the World of Warcraft never has addressed ever. Um, like, it's, yeah, it's an entire game history has never addressed this, and now we've got an never. expansion for it. It seems, yeah, and, and entities an that exist there, so. Yeah, it's exciting for that part because I always felt that the lore was getting stretched pretty heavy. Uh, of you know the characters in the lore were getting stretched pretty heavy, uh, to be where we are at right now with the timeline, the story going on into World of Warcraft. Yeah, agreed. Um, I will definitely say they pull the stretch on a lot of that. Sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but. Going to this, of course, with every big expansion, they've already announced massive changes with uh, brand new areas, which is the Shadowlands, um, a complete rework of the leveling system of the level system. Yeah, so instead of us hitting more levels, we're going to go now stop at sixty. Apparently, yeah, sixty is going to be cap. I'm just curious as to what they're going to be adding to, to to basically increase your power, and I, I don't know. Really, I guess the rework around your weapons and jewelry, and I don't know. I'm I'm kind of curious to see how that works. Yeah, they got. Uh, looks like they already got guides on it, talking about it in detail. Yeah. About what the what what they're calling level squish. So we're going to go from <laughs> a level of 120, 125 down to a max of sixty. Yeah, hundred and twenty-five to sixty. So you're you're talking double. Because I think cap is 125 in the current. So yeah, 120, down, excuse me. Or yeah, 120. Yeah. So you're removing double your power. But what does that do for the rest of, you know, what, are they adding some type of system to buff? Because, or are they just doing a complete rework? Like all baddies in the game, all instances and everything come down to that max power cap of 60. Well, it looks like actually from your 120 characters, they'll get squished down to level 50 and the expansion oh, adds 10 more levels to 60. That's interesting. See, yeah. That piece, that piece I didn't see. I, I didn't read anything past what I saw at BlizzCon. So it's interesting to me that they would take a system that they've had for so long and rework it just for this one expansion. Well, I mean, that's kind of been the thing they've gone into uh, time and time again is like for a while that they just kept adding more levels. And honestly, it was getting to the point where it uh, was kind of daunting for new players to get in. It's like, oh, okay, well, I got to grind 120 levels. Yeah, it's a lot. Whereas now you don't have to. Yeah, it's definitely overwhelming for, for new people coming into big games like this. But if you see that, hey, I only need to grind a fifty or so to be, you know, end game. Yeah, that's, then yeah. that's not bad. Well, and I I'm just sure they, wonder how that's going to go ahead. They may have some type of, um, you know, leveling buff or something that you can probably purchase to get into a specific area. I don't know. Maybe. Level now to fifty. It's an interesting comparison to previous seasons. Yeah. Uh, expansions yeah it's gonna be weird 
So, yeah, I'm very curious about that one. But just like you said, the the whole lore stretching from the other ones, uh, it's been a while since, um, you know, we've really kind of had a big expansion like this for WoW. And now they're going into the territory that we've just never even touched on. Yeah. Little bits and pieces, but yeah. That, and that's that, what actually has it exciting for me is learning that lore. Mm-hmm of an area that never gone to. We, I mean, we've, right. we, we've touched upon it just by playing the game and never realized it. Every time you get, you know, you're a ghost and running back to your body and then getting revived or stuff like yeah, that. That's, that's where this comes from. Uh-huh. So yeah, so, it will, it will be exciting getting in there. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they tie those two pieces together. For sure. For sure. Uh, looks like it launches 2020 sometime. That's what it says. No date other than just 2020. No date. All right. Good. Uh, and then for all the card players out there, they yeah. talked about Hearthstone. New system coming out with a new expansion, Descent of Dragons. Yeah, and I have actually haven't kept up with the last few expansions for Hearthstone. I haven't played it in a long time, um, but ton of fun. And... Just the video and the new system that I saw, well, a little bit they they showed anyways from BlizzCon. Um, this this expansion looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, they always bring out a new kind of um, mechanic yeah. of synergy with the game. Um, looks like this one's Evoke, uh, this which one's, lets you upgrade your cards as you play mm-hmm. them, make which them more is... powerful. Yeah, which is actually a really cool feature while you're playing a card game because, again, you know, strategy. So, but a lot of it's just, you know, RNG for your cards, too. It depends on what you're dealt and what you yeah, got. So, completely changing the, the DNA of the game. Um, of course, it's going to be pretty heavy dragon based. Uh, I mean, it's kind of it's, it's in the name, yeah. right? You know, descent of dragons. You would think there would be descent a dra- of- at least one dragon. <laughs> I think you actually do get a dragon. Everyone will get. Uh, I think this is dragon here. Uh, Galarcron, I think, is a dragon. Let's check that. Double. Yeah. Our. Yes. There's. Uh, he has some abilities. Uh, and even. The nightmare. Interesting. Yeah, it should so, be yeah. fun. Yeah, it should be fun. For all so, those uh, listening that still play Hearthstone, played it for a while. Haven't uh, as you detached. I haven't kept up with playing it, but definitely keep my eye on it as new things come out. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's one of those I watch every once in a while. You know, I uh, I haven't played it in probably a year and a half, at least maybe at two least. years now. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably stretching closer to two. Let's see here. Oh. Looks like it's already in its uh, global open beta. If it hasn't already timed out now or it's going on right now. Uh, started okay. the 11, 11, 12. I didn't so, think it was starting until next week. Okay. Yep. According to uh, the most recent update here, 11, 12 is the open beta. They had an early access go on. So for all those listening that did participate. That's cool. Uh, interested on your feedback there. They all are bringing in a new uh, system called Battlegrounds. That looks like an eight-person kind of uh, battle system where you 
fight it out to be down to one yeah. uh, in different ways and the other people watch. That, so uh, that, that's going to be kind of cool to see. So I think, uh-huh. I think that's going to be a lot of fun, especially when you get into the tournaments. Um, that's going to be a really cool system to, to watch from a tournament level. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, maybe a little bit more fast paced than uh, some some yeah. of the other normal modes are, looks like. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Overall, I think uh, I think BlizzCon, uh, great job with this year. I think they did a fantastic job presenting. Um, they seem to be pretty polished this year. Um, yeah. It was just overall a pretty decent conference. Yeah, came out and hit everything that they needed to to be, you know, not besides your opinions on their apology at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, from a gaming standpoint, they uh, they hit the nail on the head yeah. with every single one. They so they they stuck to kind of their usual BlizzCon. They didn't try to do yeah. anything out of the norm, which was nice. Yeah, for sure. All right, and next up, we have a fan favorite topic around these parts, and that is all of the Star Wars news that has recently dropped, especially the Mandalorian series. Wow. I want to get into it, but I just have to say, you know, we were just talking about a redemption uh, of a brand, and we're not complete on it yet. Like, we need it needs to capstone with Rise of Skywalker, but so far... We have a fantastic TV show hitting right now for two episodes. And then what is showing to be one of the best Star Wars games of the last decade. Say what you want about Battlefronts and and the fun they have them. But man, uh, the the fallout of uh, The Last Jedi is kind of being wiped away. In a little bit, you don't, you don't hear much about it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you hear a lot of really good things about Mandalorian. I have not heard one bad thing from people about the Mandalorian series. Um, in yeah. fact, the I think it's creating some buzz in the community, and there seems to be some excitement for Rise of Skywalker uh, from the people that did have kind of a negative view and kind of that. Like you said, the fallout from the previous film. I think the Mandalorian is really just kind of that redeeming factor. Uh, I think Disney did a smart move in releasing it um, when they did. You know, the the movie of Rise of Skywalker is supposed to be releasing next month in December. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're pushing, like you said, second episode. I don't remember the full release date, but Disney did. Uh, push that out. Um, and I think the final episode is supposed to release sometime in, in December. December 20th. Know. Yeah. So uh, perfect schedule for coinciding with the Rise of Skywalker release. Uh, sure. So I think it was the, it was the shot in the arm that the series needed. Uh, you, if you look back over what, like the last maybe six years, once Disney bought the franchise, uh, there just seemed to be this massive downhill slide. And uh, there was a lot of a lot of stuff that the community just didn't take well to uh, with the new movies and uh, uh, even the spinoff films like Solo 
and and some of the others that they've done. They're they're just not that they were bad, but they weren't that original DNA of Star Wars. Well, and that's what that's what main thing is is you, you sort of said it there in that it, it wasn't the originals. It wasn't the same storyline, and so people were kind of leery when Rogue One they hit. They're like, uh. What's this? Come to yeah. find out, it is a fantastic Star Wars movie. Like I love really Rogue good. One. Yeah, that's awesome. Then they, uh, you know, then they release what was in between there. I think Force Awakened. Force Awakens. Yeah. Was that was that after Rogue One or was that? I believe was Force before, Awakens. Before, because were yeah, Force yeah. Awakens was the kickoff. Then they did Rogue One, mm-hmm. and then they did. Uh, I think the last Jedi, the last Jedi then Solo, and then Solo. Yeah, now we've got the Mandalorian. Yep, and then we're gonna have Rise of Skywalker, and there's even rumors and topics about uh, you know the Obi Wan series. So yeah, I, I, I mean that's already confirmed, really, because they you it know, is, he, yeah he originally I think he thought he was gonna do a movie with it, like they're kind of. On, on the fence of how they're going to pull it off, but now they're going to do a TV show, which mm-hmm. I see no, you know, di- no difference in it releasing just like Mandalorian is right now. No. But and I think it, it would be, a, I think it would be a much smarter idea to release it as a TV series like uh-huh. Mandalorian. Obi-Wan is such a complex character. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got such history in the, in the actual like lore and canon of the, of the story. I don't see how they could make a movie and explain the backstory good enough to really appease what the fans would want. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and this is, this is an interesting uh, part where the community is getting used to these off story episodes or, or movies because, you know, we had rogue one that was really good. And then solo, I enjoy solo. It was just, it, it didn't, hit well and nobody can really say why oh it bombed at the theater it was terrible well yeah yeah they did end up losing money on it i think yeah Uh, well and nobody can say why they're like it's a good movie (laughs) yeah almost every person that i talked to said you know i really enjoyed the movie it just didn't produce what disney projected that it was supposed to produce so ultimately after that movie they said hold up uh, we're going to put a pause on the, you know, the side story films that we, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. Um, I think it came too late. I honestly do. I think if, if we would have had some side stories in the meantime, from when return of Jedi and, and some of the other films came out, I think if they could have produced them, you know, earlier on and kept that rolling, I think the, the crowds in the community would have probably grabbed a hold of them better. Okay. In yeah. My opinion. I yep. think it just, it, it just came too late. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that or, or playing up to it. Uh, it definitely was, you know, you're having a backstory about one of the most uh, followed characters of the star Wars lore. And yeah, some would say the most popular out of all the characters of Star Wars lore, Han Solo. So you're having his entire origin story, really. Yeah, which uh, would in it. I think 
just like the Mandalorian series, if they can pull off the same quality as what they've what they've got here, and if they, uh, you know, if they've got the manpower to be able to produce stuff like that, which I mean, it's Disney; it's the largest, you know, entertainment conglomerate in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so why would they not be able to do that? I mean, you know, could you imagine the free cash flow that Disney has right now? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, that and that Mandalorian is unlike anything they've produced so far. Is that it's not directly making money. It is. It's not. It is existing on their streaming service, which is then making money. So, judging its success is going to be interesting uh, to follow. I guess just just by reviews, but how you judge it to be. Well, I, I'd say they know how to judge it because they can see how many people watch it, et cetera. You know, right. if it's bringing in traffic. It. Yeah, see airtime of it, watch time. But it is off to a fantastic start so far. I loved the first two episodes. Oh, uh, it was It was something that I didn't know I needed as part of the Star Wars <laughs> universe. Well, and see, the, so what you just said goes right back to my point of they started doing these too late. <laughs> I think there's a lot of fans out there that that were in the same boat that me and you were of, I didn't realize that I needed this because uh, these side stories are filling those storyline gaps and the timeline gaps. And uh, the Mandalorian did an amazing job for the timeline. Yeah. I mean... Well, that and just the visual artistic flair that they gave it, it's like Star Wars meets the Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. 100%. Or um, they say it, it heavily is, it is heavily influenced by a, uh, what's it? There's a Japanese story. There's the something fortress that George Lucas um took calls from in some in storyline and people are seeing some semblances happening currently in the storyline of the Mandalorian. So it's the, you know, star Wars meets wild West. Uh, so that's the background. And then the actual characters are being built up like a, um, rogue, uh, a person that comes across a child and raises up that child to, and that's really not any spoilers. You can read any article about Mandalorian. It's being theorized that that was it. Uh, a person bring up a child and then raising that child to then be a, a kind of a, a partner or a, a, a helper per se in his, in his overall quest, whatever that quest oh, may be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the story you're talking about is uh, called the hidden fortress. Hid, hidden fortress. Thank you. Yeah. So that's an, that's an old, old, I mean, that was like sixties, uh-huh. I think, yeah. uh, mid sixties maybe. So, and that's, uh, that's one reason that I've always liked what George Lucas did as a writer, because he pulled from so many different cultures and, and storylines. So, and you can definitely see that in all the different movies and, and you, and, and that, that, that whole trend has even continued with Mandalorian. Um, cause you get to see right off the bat in some of the opening scenes, uh, such a deep culture for the show and, and kind of the timeline. So you're getting to see a lot of the alien races that you, you typically don't in the movies. So I thought that was pretty cool that they, uh, that kind of kept, kept to the, 
uh, DNA of Star Wars. Um, so I think that's really why the fans are are liking it because it feels like Star Wars. Absolutely, and and that's that's what people are loving about it is, as you said, they're they're able to see much more deeper into. Uh, specifically areas that haven't been covered in Star Wars before is uh, is the outer lawless areas. We had a little mm-hmm. hint of it in A New Hope with Mos Eisley, but then that was fleeting, and then a little bit in Return of the Jedi, but again, that was overcast by the overall story of saving Han Solo and saving the, you know, the galaxy from the Empire. So the focus on the single character for which they've done uh we don't know his backstory besides <laughs> no. he's a mandalorian uh yeah. we don't uh we don't know what his overall mission is besides it seems to be part of the clan which again no spoilers yeah. there if if you follow anything mandalorian you know they're, try, they're a clan try not to yeah try not to give spoilers i mean we know he's a bounty hunter no he's a bounty hunter uh, um the, well, and, and really, and that's that's where they keep it. Yeah, they they really don't expand a whole lot. Um, I mean, there's speculation with the tie-ins to Boba Fett because there's a lot of similarities in his armor, mm-hmm. uh, and even even kind of his mannerisms, the way he does things. So, yeah, uh, there's there's twists that happen in just these first two episodes that are just like, whoa. Oh, okay. The, in, the ending of episode one was. <laughs> oh, just uh, everybody was like, uh, wait, what? And then yeah. the episode ends. You're just like, yeah. Okay. Literally, literally at the end of it, you, you see, you see the, the, the cuteness that happened. Um, I won't, I won't give, I won't give any spoilers. That was close. Away, Ooh, the, that was, that the, was walking the, that line. I, I will, I will just leave it at cuteness and, <laughs> Yeah. So I'm really anxious to find out one continuation of this timeline. Um, I'd like to know more about the Mandalorian himself uh, and really end goal. Like what do they want to do with the end goal of this story and Mm -hmm. what is it going to do to progress uh, the rest of these these storylines that maybe Disney is, is planning for future. Yeah. Or is it going to tie in? Like how much is it going to tie? Right. Uh, uh, overall, which they, they've no hints, just people theorizing that could it could play a huge part coming into Rise of Skywalker, or could not, and it could just be a, a neat little like okay, that explains that small piece of questions, and then back to all right, we're right, you know, Rise of Skywalker line, kind of what they did with uh the cartoon series Star Wars Rebels where that fit in and, and some ma- really major characters that were becoming very prominent in that cartoon and everybody's realizing how how are they going to logic these out because you don't see them in A New Hope. You don't see them in a lot of the battles. Uh, some right. some hats off to them by, you know, call outs or other you see a random ship. But uh, they they did it very well. They uh, they dealt with certain character lines that they needed to in just the right way. Yeah, and uh, they even yeah, have the some quali- unresolved unresolved story. So, yeah, the quality was superb for sure. For uh, sure. Yeah, it was a it was a nice uh, 
nice getting these episodic uh, adventures. I like that they're they're not binge watchable right now. I like that <laughs> right. we're having to wait. So there's actually a rule in my house right now that we cannot watch. Uh, another episode until there's a couple of more come out. So that is that is off limits. <laughs> okay. Yes, and some are actually waiting. They're waiting for like a good, possibly half the season or or the entire thing to watch. They can just sit down and binge watch it all. Oh, uh, it sucks waiting. I forgot how bad TV really is having to oh, wait one, one or two that, or three weeks for oh, another episode. Oh, it's pain awful. of having to wait a whole week. Oh, my ne- Netflix, Netflix has completely ruined people because you it can has. sit there and binge like really watch bad. 15 episodes in a row or an entire season within a night. <laughs> Not a night, but you get my point. Yeah, watch it all through the night, call in sick the next day so you can finish off the last three episodes. We've never done that ever. Never. 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 Uh, never. never. <laughs> but well, on maybe. good content, though. So if you haven't go watched it or if if you're on the on the like uh, fence about Disney Plus, they do give you a free trial. And if anything, just get the trial so you yeah, can watch definitely the recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. Recommend the trial. Um, I, I think the base package of Disney Plus is six ninety nine a month. Yeah, which seven bucks is stupid cheap. So, yeah, even if you got it just for the month. Uh, to watch a few of those episodes of Mandalorian. It's well worth it. Yep. So got that. Now we're on to um I was man, I was skeptical about this game. I mean released... I'm still skeptical skeptical. I, I have said skeptical like 13 times over the last week. For whatever reason Pretty that is a tongue, tongue twister yeah. for me. Yes. <laughs> so skeptical I still am. I will use a Yoda speak tonight. Oh there you go. Uh I, you know, I was I was skeptical about it all the way up to its release. I mean, even the trailers that were showing like in-depth RPG aspects and the combat, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I've been burned by by it so far. And there was the little hiccup that they had about the graph, some, some video or trailer they released that showed the graphical, some graphical problems with it. Or they released a trailer, and it was like. Uh, graphics don't look that good. What is going on? But now everybody's loving it. Um, I don't have it quite yet because I do have a backlog of my plan of to play games. Uh, but it is definitely on the I am avoiding spoilers right now because I want to get into it because there people are hailing it the best game of the decade. Star Wars no. game of the decade. That's and that's hard that's hard for me because I'm like you I've been burnt by the EA Star Wars franchise games so many times and uh you know this was kind of their last chance to really redeem themselves which they got a new game developer to make it and Respond. that game develop yeah that game developer made a very popular game called Apex um so that I mean that was a little bit of a redeem factor for me just knowing that they made a game that was as popular as Apex. So it is on my backlog, but not in the anytime near future. I've got too many other games that uh, are in the backlog and too many other things that I'm doing right now to yeah. uh, to think about taking on uh, the many hours that it will take for me to enjoy that game. For sure. Uh, I've watched little tidbits of the gameplay and 
it is definitely it is it is very much a star wars meets kind of the if you have it on higher difficulty you have to pay kind of like dark souls you gotta you gotta watch the characters moves you gotta counter <laughs> yeah. just right you get there is there is dodging when you need to um so they have that and then they uh the little tidbits of the story i watched the the beginning of the story it was already so good so good on the story aspect and i've heard nothing but good things about how it ends up some people are still calling it the game of the year for them so respawn you you did good you yeah, did good i, I- I like the buzz that's going around about the game and I do like the few little tidbits that I've seen. I like the fact that it's a little more, like you said, dark souls oriented. So there's some strategy built into mm-hmm. its gameplay that I, I, I enjoy those types of games because they're, you know, some skill and yes, it is probably going to frustrate the heck out of me. because <laughs> You're going to die so many blasted times and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you just got to learn those mechanics and, and different systems. But uh, the one thing that always does it for me, and it's it's what's failed in past for these EA games, is their stories suck. They they do not know how to write a good story to save their life. So the game itself may be a, a good improvement on the on the on the gameplay and the mechanics, but the story is where it's going to do it for me because again. Even though Respawn make uh, a decent game with Apex, there's no story behind it because um, it's just not the type of game that it is. So unless they brought in a good story, it is not going to capture my attention. Well, I mean, you got to hope in that point. Everybody says the story, like once you start it, it just you want to keep playing it. For one, the gameplay, if you're of the fan of, the Dark Souls type gameplay where you can't, you know, it's it's very, it's definitely not Forced Awakens where you come in and you face 50 stormtroopers and right. you're, you know, force hurling them off cliffs and, and taking them and throwing your lightsaber into them that, that 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 game was all about. It's very much not that. Like if on the harder difficulty, yeah, you could go in on the easiest one and take on 50 stormtroopers, but on the hardest ones, you got to make sure you time your blocks just right so you blast your right. Block blast bolts back. You got to watch out for the counters with the melee troopers. Uh, yeah, I, I'm getting excited just talking about it. I want to like go yeah. get it now if I didn't have a backlog. I I do really hope that they got some good boss fights as well. So you know, games like this, they've always got some unique bosses. So I hope they uh, I hope they did some cool stuff with the the lightsaber mechanics and just different force skills and. And just the different bosses that they bring in. I hope they bring in the the creatures and and uh, use the universe to its fullest. Yeah, I just wonder. So I don't know the end of the game, so I don't know if it does leave it open. But to keep it can't be a one on well, it can't be a one on done with the the no. gameplay itself. Uh, to keep it going and, and respawn, I don't. I, I bet they're already working on DLC for it of some type. How that's going to fit I, in with story? It's going to be interesting. I would suspect they've already got DLC. They probably had uh, their team, you know, already plotting and planning it. With the way that they brought DLC content to Apex, they're 
they're probably in the mode of being able to push that stuff out pretty fast anyways. So I hope they made a product where they can push uh, DLCs and create that in a, in a fast, good quality manner. Uh, hopefully they didn't cap themselves and, and shoot themselves in a the foot. Right. Yep. So that's on my backlist. Um, yep. Same. Backlog. Same here. Backlist. Backlog. Yes. Backlist. Uh, backlog. More. It's probably. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> way down the line for a backlog of me. I'm. I'm talking. Uh, year sometime. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But one that's going to happen this year. Uh, that we. It's been a while, but uh, we haven't talked about it. Is the Rise of Skywalker latest trailer. <laughs> Yeah, so we do have a, a, a tiny little uh, snippet that came out in this latest trailer, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh huh. Some new so. things shown there. Uh, there was uh, we mentioned the uh, rebels. There's a little hats off. It seems like hats off to the ghost. If it's the actual ghost from Rebels or not, it looks like identical ship and everything. It so. looks like it is. I I hope it is because that would be really cool if they brought that. That in. would be. I like that. that. Be I like really that cool. tie-in. Um, well, and I think I think from the last time we talked about the rise of Skywalker to now, um, we've even talked and and kind of I think we've formed our uh, somewhat opinion on who we think people are and kind of where the story is going to go. So I don't know. Do you want to share that with everybody? I mean, we can go over a quick little snippet of of what yeah, we I think, think so I far. Think, yeah, I think I think if we uh, we share our snippet and then uh, do a quick little breakdown. And then we'll just leave it out on the table because I'm, yeah. I'm very anxious to watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, and that last trailer really, it has been the best of showing off what they needed to, to, to keep it also mysterious. Um, yeah. But I still have no idea in what order things are going to happen in they, for the movie itself. A, yeah. They've done a good job of, I think, misdirecting people. So. Yeah, they, uh, well, and Disney, uh, just like the Marvel films that came out, you know, through all those years of the Avenger films and, and different Marvel films that they made, uh, they did a good job with misdirecting, but they also had things inside the trailers that never were inside the actual movie. So I'm wondering with this being the last movie, um, do we see f- see things inside this trailer that aren't even really going to be part of the movie? I don't know. I think we are are seeing things that, or maybe not. I they haven't yet done that with Star Wars. I don't think no, they, they they haven't yet. But that doesn't mean that they couldn't. So that's um, true. I, I'm I'm curious to to, to see. Um, you know, some of the things that we've seen really bring up a lot of big questions. Uh, like you said, I don't really know the order of how they're going to bring things in, but you know, things like Ray and, um, her having kind of this dark side to her, you know, yeah, we don't even, that was like the first trailer where they showed that and we haven't seen any reference to that since zero we've not seen any other reference to that so where are they going to go with that or um in the last uh not this very last one but the one previous to that they actually showed um ray and uh kylo both using a lightsaber to take out 
what looked like a charred person, um, you know, breaking it, this, this thing broke out into, you know, thousands of pieces. So who was that, that they, yes. uh, some people are saying it was like killed. a, like a, uh, monument Darth Vader, uh, almost, which would be weird. I, I think it was maybe a, a casualty of the battle that they're fighting possibly. Yeah, that- to me, that makes more sense instead of a monument for Vader. I don't know. Um, there's, uh, there's, God, there's so many questions. So um, many. I'm watching it right now, and I just we could go a couple hours on. Literally, talk we about- just do a podcast breakdown of this trailer. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest questions that I had, and it is a beautiful scene, but when they are the the speeders are skimming across what looks like ice, but it is just standstill water and mm-hmm. there's an iceberg in the background. And then the next scene you see is this massive star destroyer coming out of the water and you hear the emperor's voice. Yep. So what the heck, where has this thing been hidden all of these years that where has been, you know, hanging out. Has he been tipping back a few coffees. I mean, what the heck's he been doing? Right. No. Oh, and that, know, that's. Uh, I just I don't I don't really know how they're gonna tie that in, but I'm super curious to know how they bring the emperor back. That's what everybody wondering. Uh, and if any of the Star Wars content being released right now before the movie plays into that. Yeah. Ah. All right, it's got me hyped up. I'm ready. I know it's it's going to be good. Well, and <laughs> and then I really the, the I guess the last big thing that came out was the voice that said Ben because there's oh, actually a part was... where they yeah in this new That's one right. they they actually call Kylo Ben at one point. So I, I guess that brings up another point of do we see Ray and Kylo? turn to uh, you know maybe a, a different side of the force does does Ray go bad and Kylo go good and I don't know I'm, I'm really that would be interesting yeah does it reverse it and and you know we truly do have a uh, a Ben Skywalker that you know gets raised up now um, because of his mom who knows um, I I do think Ray is not a Skywalker. I think she is the emperor's granddaughter. That's uh, my theory anyways. Or something. She, she's some big bloodline. It, you know, they played it off in the last Jedi. They did. But it just doesn't make sense with the overall. People could say, well, a lot of that movie didn't make sense. Okay. Okay, guys. Got it. Yeah, I know. I still like the movie and I just watched it recently. So, <laughs> if you just take the storyline of what's in there, like it really feels, and I I can see JJ going back and like putting that back on course. If it if it was off course at all at, at any right. point, but taking it and showing that uh, it was just a misdirect from Kylo saying that her parents were nothing, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, she she truly could be Luke's daughter for all we know. Um, sure. You know, I, who, who, who really knows? I, I like the fact that there's mystery around it. 
um, I think it keeps the hype up and it keeps uh, some excitement for for what we've really got. I mean, goodness, the the original movie with Luke Skywalker came out in the late seventies. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're talking multi generations of people who have grown up with the Skywalker story. I mean, if you talk about lightsabers, you talk about Star Wars, uh, even today's generation of younger kids know what Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've probably seen the movie where Luke gets befaffled because he finds out Luke, Darth Vader is his father. Whoa, uh, wait, spoilers. Come on, man. Uh, spoilers. Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited for this film to come out. Um, could We could probably run down so many different rabbit holes and uh, chase things just like we have with every other Star Wars film that has come out for the new one. But uh, I think... I think JJ is on board to make the best last film we'll get of the Skywalker series. Yeah. It's for sure the end uh, of it. Maybe the end of what we see of Skywalkers. Maybe. Maybe. I, I doubt it will though. I think we'll see some either child, uh, you know, the, the a young Luke, a baby Luke in the, TV show series that's going to be Obi Wan. Obi Wan, that would be mm-hmm. really cool. It would. Really cool because it in a new hope he does reference that. Uh, so he does. It is yeah. the end of the movie saga, but I doubt it's the end of what we hear of the Skywalkers. No, and I, I think it goes back to our original point when we were talking about uh, the Force Awakens and um, the Last Jedi. So in the in the last Jedi, the very last scene, you know, you get this little kid looking up into the stars and, you know, you see that kind of the end of the hope um, that it's not really the end. Like right. this is kind of the passing of the baton to the next generation. So yep. I really like where they're going. I like the fact that JJ's back on board for the helm with the directors and, um, you know, George Lucas is supposed to be on board as well as a. Uh, screenwriter and uh, producer. So that's even more exciting. Yep. December 20th. Uh, December 20th. I will, it's going to be amazing. It's when it hits and then I'll be, uh, we'll be, I'll be watching it and then we'll have to do a podcast. on. So yeah, we will definitely be doing a review. Oh, <laughs> show for show. Uh, we, we mentioned it and uh, we do actually have a, a segment de- uh, dedicated to it because it's, it's a big thing that hit. Um, Disney Plus. Uh, go in, get it. Basically, if you love anything and all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, uh, Star Wars, uh, go go get it because it's like all these things at your fingertips. Now, if you happen to be similar to me, which I've slowly built up a digital catalog of my movies, anyway, yeah. But it does help fill in some gaps. Like I didn't have my digital collection or digital or streaming videos with Pirates Caribbean. I'm now watching them right now or, or you're starting them back up again. Or uh, even even if you're not into that, it's got National Geographic. Uh, there's a lot of Pixar that I didn't realize were Pixar that oh, yeah. is on there. They're adding more They're because of licenses are expiring so they can bring them over there to their streaming service. Mm hmm. The Marvel well, catalog is not even finished yet. 
yeah, they've still got tons of Marvel stuff and they've got a massive rotating catalog, like you said, that's coming in. Uh, plus they've got the vault. They've unlocked a ton of stuff from their Disney yeah. vault. So all the major, all the, old... uh, all the major Disney movies, cartoon yeah. movies. Yeah. Are there so, a massive amount of content just to, just to enjoy. Plus, like you said, they've got uh, things on the National Geographic. And I love that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I mean, there's people out there yeah. that, that do enjoy. I enjoy it from time to time. It's pretty, it's really cool stuff. Um, um, so they have that like attached. Said, yeah. I, I think, like we said earlier, the base package for just the Disney Plus is $6.99. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I went ahead and did the Hulu and ESPN Plus package along with it. And that's ah. $12.99. Okay. So, uh, I want to say that the Hulu Plus package is twelve ninety nine alone. So the Hulu Plus package, you get no commercial with any of your stuff. If you do the um, Hulu package with Disney Plus, you get the I think six ninety nine version, which does come with some commercials, but is honestly not that bad. So you're getting ESPN stuff. You're getting Hulu, which has got tons of stuff on it as well, and Disney. Um, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm definitely like watching the crap out of it right now. <laughs> yeah. I've watched this like 50 night we get watch home. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every night we get home, we've got, we've got something planned. We just finished up the Santa Claus series. Some of okay. our favorites uh, Christmas yep. movies have already started in this household. So yes. Uh, you got about 12 more days until you're no longer a heretic for watching mm. Christmas stuff. Yeah. Actually, no, technically well, that starts Thanksgiving night. You can start watching Christmas stuff. Yeah. That ours actually started about a week ago. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll fully bathe in the heretic. of that. <laughs> The um, audacity. The audacity. And with that said, um, I think Disney Plus is not without its faults either as much good as we have right now when it very first it had um a little hiccup (laughs) yeah i think uh i think disney was not quite ready for the amount of people that were ready for disney plus because their servers got overwhelmed very quickly very quickly i don't you can often wonder that it, it's about every new thing that hits that just opens the gates to to consumers at, at this level. And you do wonder, okay, why aren't come on guys, you you gotta know that like take whatever your expectation is and times it by a hundred, and that's how yeah. many users are gonna try to use your service. Oh, but they'll be work. I don't think you understand. You're releasing your entire Disney catalog today. Plus, yeah, I mean, the most anticipated Star Wars TV show so far is episode yeah. one, releasing right now. So, Mandalorian. So, <laughs> so many people waiting in line. I mean, literally, all of the 80s babies that realized I'm 38 years old, but I'm still just nine. Yep. And enjoy Disney movies. Sure. That's what happened. I'm 30, but I still like my kid movies. And everybody was like, I got to have it. Got to have it. And and there was lots of issues. It didn't happen past day one. Like, 
Uh, nope. And that, that's to be expected of both them coming in and fixing issues, but also kind of like a, a plateauing, a stabilizing of the people's viewership of Disney Plus goes to normal instead of people just all streaming in the gates to watch all the movies all at once. So uh, since then, uh, I by the I watched a little bit that morning of, had to leave and came back that afternoon and didn't have any problems. It was mainly during the day. A lot of people reporting yeah. problems. So, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have any problems that night when I mine. So, pretty confident um, to say if you sign up now, you're going to have smooth sailing. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, yeah there's the sure. uh, the excitement of of because man, they announced it and I was on board as soon as I was able to sign up for it. I quote unquote oh, yeah. pre-ordered, pre-ordered. right? Yeah, definitely pre-ordered to be a part of Disney Plus. Uh, but it does make me does make me wonder having all those at our at our fingertips, all the Disney movies, and maybe I just haven't gone through the catalog as deeply and how they advertise their different sections. It's uh, I wonder if it'll kind of teeter out. They're like, okay, all right, we can watch Snow White for the fifteenth time now. That's okay. Um. It definitely the catalog is not. Although Disney, Pixar, Marvel are expansive on the movie front, on the TV front, they're getting there. Uh, for especially for uh, um, not kid entertainment, so I'm talking like shows that Netflix produces right now, because you have right. entire multi seasons of content being released by Netflix as part of. TV type shows. Yeah. And well, and, and yes, Disney's the new kid on the block. And so, yeah, they're not going to have a whole lot. It's just wondering how quickly they're going to get there. Well, they've got the, they've got the checkbook to be able to turn things on a pretty quick dime. I mean, sure. They, they, even though they're the new kid on the block, they are now the biggest streaming service out there because of who they are. Um, you know, if you look at Netflix, Amazon prime, I mean, they've been around the block for a long time. Netflix, you know, king of streaming. Um, they did have some hiccups and they've had had some hiccups. And one thing that I, I dislike about Netflix versus some of the others is their made content, the Netflix originals, they, they tend to push that borderline extreme of how much can I get away with in, in our original shows from the... Um, the sexual content, the the verbiage, the how many boundaries can we push with it? And sure. most of it is just not enjoyable to watch, especially for a family. All right. So that was one reason that we were so excited about Disney Plus is because, uh, granted, Disney has their own problems when it pushes boundaries and certain things that they they you know stand for and do. But all in all, it's Disney. They, they make some of the best family and. Uh, kid movies around and 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 always will but then look at amazon prime or hulu for instance i mean hulu has been around a long time and they've got a darn good streaming service yes you you do have commercials and ads but you get your fingertips right to some of the the nationally known tv shows and you're able to watch them the next night right off Mm -hmm. of hulu and then they've got their own production company and they're making Hulu. I'm actually watching one um, 
that I started this week and it is really good quality. I mean, I would compare it to movie quality, but it's a TV show, right? An episodic TV show. So, uh, I think Disney has definitely got its, uh, you know, uh, punches cut out for it to, to make its way into the streaming service. And I'm like you, how many times can you watch one or two of the Disney movies before you're like, <laughs> oh, okay, um, they've, they've had these films on here for three. When are they going to rotate these? Right. Watch things for so long. Right. So they definitely got to keep up with the content. We do. I mean, we live in a, uh, uh, we live in a time and a consuming people want to consume and the more stuff they can consume, the more time they spend. And, uh, you know, I'm in that same boat. I enjoy content. I enjoy entertainment. So. Yep. So far, I mean, they're, yeah, they just need to keep it going. Uh, it, it just hit, like, what is it, not even two weeks old? Not even two weeks old. November yeah, not even... 11th? Actually, November technically, I, I think today is like... six days. Six days, yeah. It's so it's like six days. tomorrow will be a week. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if they if, if people keep up with it um, for the content and... Uh, how it affects the rivals out there. Like you mentioned, Amazon Prime, Netflix. Uh, if there's enough hype into it of people dropping their Netflix. Um, I did. People, yeah. Um, I'm going to. I still got a couple things I need to watch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we so we we have basically held on to Netflix because we knew this was coming out. So we have binge watched everything that we can and the shows that we've really been waiting on, um, their production schedules got pushed back for whatever reason. So they're not going to get launched to Netflix until sometime next year. And it's just not worth the wait. And the quality of content has just not been good enough for us to stay. So uh, we dropped them. We kept our Amazon Prime just because you know it's Amazon Prime. I mean, we use it all the time for shipping and, and packages and everything. Plus, you get the benefit of having, you know, their streaming service. So, yeah, uh, uh, I I do hope it will affect Netflix and that stop them from raising their prices. Like, come on, you're hurting ridiculous. yourself. <laughs> they just yeah, keep going it's ridiculous. up. And I, I get think, you're I like pouring money into your TV shows, but dang, I think their top tier package is sixteen bucks a month. Yep. So. And I mean, you're getting honestly with Disney plus to me personally, you get better content. You may not get as much, but you get better content for the quality, uh, for less than half the price. Mm -hmm. You're only paying seven bucks a month for it. Yep. So, so far that's, that's the only thing we're watching is Disney. Yeah. I'm still paying less and I'm, I've got, you know, ESPN that I can stream anywhere in the house. If I want to watch a game, it's right here. If I want to watch a UFC fight and and hang out with the kids, it's right here. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do that on on Netflix. I mean, most of the stuff you have to, as a parent, monitor before you even let the kids watch it. I mean, yep. it's it's extreme most of the time. So we'll see how how much of the uh, deep pockets Disney brings <laughs> to bear with. Uh, with keeping the momentum going on Disney plus and uh, kind of elbowing in to their rivals. Right. Yeah. 
because they no, there's, we, there's there's still contracts that Disney and Pixar and and Marvel have that keep that content over there. But once those expires, then they're going to go over to Disney Plus. Yeah. But so a lot of stuff coming. A lot of stuff. So Disney Plus, uh, at least try it out. See what you think. Uh, I'm signed up and will be signed up for a while. But each of their own of if you follow that type of content or if you're enjoying all the content that's on Netflix or Hulu's, which Disney Plus has a package with, then, yeah. That's cool. Well, I think it's time for our next segment, which is gaming and movie news. Yes. Always good stuff Um, to talk about. Yeah, for sure. And one of the things that uh, is drawn up a big conspiracy is they actually released uh, a new and updated Sonic the Hedgehog. They did for, the, for their trailer. Um, the only reason I'm a little intrigued about the movie is because he actually looks like Sonic. He doesn't look like some mutant <laughs> human, right? He doesn't look like some human hedgehog hybrid. It was uh, so he, weird looking. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad, and people were like, "Oh, this even looks better, worse than Sanic." Um, yeah. And it's funny that you say conspiracy because uh, I, I had never thought of that until you said conspiracy that uh, maybe they purposely made a really bad looking Sonic the Hedgehog to get uh-huh. some uh, movement in the community to uh, have an uproar. And then they make this and they're like, ooh, ah, look at what we got now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like, okay, let's read something, you know, like you said, something really bad. And they're like, oh, Let's go work on it. We understand. All right, let's go make it. And then they release something that is spot on what Sonic needs to be. And the trailer just capitalizes on the character of Sonic, uh, everything that happens in it. It's so good. Like everything fits. It's got me excited for it. It, it does. It does me as well. Visually, uh, it looks spot on to the game. Just mm-hmm. the, 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 the the whole world and, and done an amazing Sonic, but it's going to come down to that story. Like, yeah. What did they do with the story? And I I know it's going to have cheesy parts because it's got to. So yep. hopefully hopefully it's got the good level of cheese with the comedy and some you know good story that really keeps us engaged. Yeah, and and hopefully Jim Carrey is a good Doctor Robotnik. Uh, or even so. even not I, a not a uh, Jim Carrey with a Robotnik look to him. It's a Doctor Robotnik with a slight Jim Carrey twist to it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm thinking okay about that. that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Jim. Jim has always been one of my favorite actors. He is super diverse, and he is. F- funny as crap um so hopefully uh hopefully they allow him to be jim carrey so if they allow him to be jim carrey yeah which some listeners right now are like no no it's got to be it's got to be a doc dr robotnik like what does that mean though like the only one we (laughs) know about is from games and the tv show and guess what happens at the end of every episode of the tv show he goes flying off somewhere Yep. Right. So uh, it doesn't really make for a good bad guy if yeah. we did that in movies. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I, do they have a release date for it? I don't. Mm, I don't think I don't they've know. got a release date yet. I don't remember seeing one. I. 
Oh, February fourteenth, twenty twenty. Well, that's just right around the corner. Yeah, I mean, three, three months, months it'll be here. Man, and they did a well, lot of crunching. Hopefully, they have uh, polished things up good enough, and uh, hopefully, the community supports it. That's I hope. another thing: is that that the the community demanded, demanded with a fiery passion to get it changed, yeah. and they went back and spent. Uh, according to reports, about $35 million to go and redo Sonic the Hedgehog. And wow. I hope every single one of you go out there and not, like, you know, f- show some love to those guys that work their butts off to make to it happen, this, to make this happen. Let's, let's go, go let's say it wasn't a conspiracy. And they actually, <laughs> sure. Um, Hopefully, hopefully it's worthy of going to watch it yeah. twice. I'm, I'm going to put well, my hope into it. I'm putting my hope into it that it is. Uh, same. Uh, I will. I will definitely go watch it at the theater for sure. So, yeah. I'm yeah, we had to include that one there. We didn't talk about it at the beginning, but uh, it was something big that happened. Um, now we get into Microsoft I'm stuff. Actually- I'm actually kind of excited about it. There was there was a lot of really good stuff that was announced uh, with the Microsoft stuff that just uh, just happened. Uh, yeah, in big fact, stuff. so yeah, it was pretty big. So much stuff that we kind of had to pick and choose. Um, mm-hmm. We could have done just an episode on uh, the Microsoft announcements. Honestly, there were so many things. But uh, yeah, this is kind of our our list of the goodies that we wanted. Yeah, and if for for those out you that haven't do not keep up with Microsoft stuff, they have a yearly kind of Xbox celebration um, that they come out with this year was XO nineteen. Yeah. So, uh, which Great they just stuff. they they just announced it's like their own little E three right. So they announced new stuff coming out. Um, they immediately headed off with games coming to Xbox Pass. Uh. Xbox Game Pass and whoa, like Final Fantasy. Yeah, what the what? Final, Final Fantasy seven through fifteen is coming to Xbox Game oh, Pass. Oh my goodness! All right, yeah. well, I'll just—you'll uh, see me in a pretty couple much, years. Pretty much have absolutely no time left whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I need like an, an additional eight hours in my eight hours. That's pretty yep. much my time crunch right now. Yep. Yep. Like that, that alone right there. That that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for it. That's going to be some of the latter of the final fantasy games. I kept up with from a, from a story standpoint, mm-hmm. but I didn't finish playing most of them. Um, there's just too many other things that came out that, that took my attention away for it. But if they're going to be on Xbox game pass, those would definitely be some, time passers for me sure going going back, back and play them enjoying them yeah I, man i go play I'll, I'll go back and play final fantasy 10 i, I wonder oh, though is it going to be the remasters of some of them i would assume so i would assume so since those are i guess now technically the standard for that game yeah we'll so, see if some we'll of them see. have uh the bug fixes so. or mm-hmm. final fantasy 7 that's going to be the remake right the, the big that's one that's coming out yeah, so, that's the remake. Oof. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a lot of people I mean, got excited about that one. They're making Game Pass huge right now with its catalog yeah. and the stuff you get with it. Um, they're having a holiday 
special right now. You can get three months, three months of Game Pass or three Game months. Pass Ultimate. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Game Pass Ultimate. A couple bucks. Yeah, I think it's two ninety nine, which is yeah, two, stupid cheap. Stupid, and you can go and get your do the exact same type of. Uh, we're not going to call it hack strategy. Where go go <laughs> renew strange. your go renew your Xbox Gold for however many years get get some bonuses during Black Friday, and then on the very end of that, tack on your Xbox Ultimate, and there you go. You have now X amount of years of Xbox Ultimate. Yeah, tons so, tons of time of Xbox Ultimate. It's ridiculous tons of times. Uh, um, the I guess the next big thing that was really kind of exciting in the um, announcements was that the xCloud streaming uh-huh. service is going to come to Windows next year. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember a specific date if they actually had one or if it was just coming next year. Um, I don't know. I really like that we've got some new options coming for game streaming over the next few years. Um, we just had Stadia release in in kind of a um, beta form for some of the big streamers over the last couple of days. We've seen some people use it, and I think you've even got your Founders Edition coming. What next week? Uh, hopefully next week. I was I was like day one on the pre order. Uh, hasn't said shipped yet, but it says uh, should arrive by the twenty first, twenty second. So yeah. possibly end of this week. We'll see. That's really cool. I'm 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 anxious. I'm anxious for a uh, uh, what a blog write up. I think I think you need to do a blog <laughs> write up and, and review that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So, Maybe it's yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited for the uh, for the X Cloud streaming service. That's gonna be that's gonna be a really cool um, service to hit Windows. Yeah, uh, being that it's supposed gonna be Xbox and PC. I mean. Whoa. And Anybody PC, could have seen that yes. one coming, right? For because right. it was is going to happen. But what's going to be so huge about it is you're going to have all your library that you bought, all of the Xbox Game Pass library is going to be available for X Cloud. Huge, yes. right? Uh, what else here? Uh, yeah, that that's a big one. If they pull this off and it hits next year, uh, it may well. Dig the hole for Stadia, put them in the coffin, bury them, and cover them over. Like, could Stadia better watch out? Uh, even though Stadia, so Stadia has some flashiness to it because yep. it's like new; it's getting ready to release right now. Sure, but it also has some negative stuff happening to it, uh, just from the the bits and pieces that I've read over a few of the uh, the big reviewers. Um, I was watching InTech today and they did a review of it. And even though they said right out of the box, it works. That was basically their overall review is Stadia works. Mm-hmm. So you can plug it in and you can play, but that doesn't mean you're getting top tier game quality. Um, they did, they did talk about stuttering issues and lag problems. So uh, I do think Stadia uh, could potentially have a really big run if Microsoft can pull xCloud out and they can do it right. Then I think the games that we've, we're going to have access to just because of what people have bought and the 
overall catalog for Game Pass, I don't think Stadia has a chance. I really don't. Yeah. I don't think there's I don't think there's gonna be enough quality games to to do much with it. And honestly, anybody that could challenge Google would be someone of Microsoft's caliber. Oh yeah. That sure. that would really be it. I mean so. the two giants. I mean, yeah, Google's got a big pocketbook, but they've not been in gaming. They really yeah. haven't. Mm-mm. Um I think the most exposure Google has had to gaming is the fact that Bungie sent a handful of the developers to Google's Stadia design sessions for six months uh, to work on Destiny 2. Yeah, they did that because uh, they, they're kind of keeping that as a because Destiny is also cross uh, save. So you can keep your save states across any type of platform. It's not cross play. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of holding that as a is almost a launch title in a weird way. Uh, and yeah, also there, people have mentioned uh, this in the articles and I completely agree. The architect of Stadia is that you have to pay for the streaming uh, at least while uh, for this year, they were going to go, they were going to introduce a free streaming of state <laughs> of Stadia. But then you have to go buy the games and, and yeah, if you buy the pro, you're going to get a free game every month but you have to buy the games. Whereas yeah. with xCloud signing up for it, once it actually goes full, you, you can buy a package and you're going to have game pass. And there you go. You're going to have hundreds yeah. of games that constantly get what I did because they, they introduce brand new games into it all the time. And uh, yeah. Uh, it's we'll going to be hard to compete with. It is hard to compete with. It is. Uh, yeah. You know, people still doubt the whole streaming taking on. Uh, we'll see if the infrastructure can handle it. Come Stadia, and and maybe not. Maybe maybe it just doesn't take off as a streaming thing as a whole, as a big. And consoles will continue to live on. I think we're. I think we're. Yeah. I mean, you make a good point. I think we're. I think we're. Old. They they just they dominate in where we are. People are. Yep. People are going to like them. I mean, they've been around for years. So. Yeah. There will but always I think, be. I think, go ahead. I think streaming has its place. Um, First, yeah. Doesn't mean doesn't mean that it's going to dominate and take over, but I definitely think it's going to have its place for sure. Yep. We'll see on that one. Come, uh, I'm gonna say we're gonna have a good view in the middle of next year. Good handle on yeah. where we're at, or or what's going to happen. Well, let's see. New consoles releasing end of next year. End of so next year, November we'll December. It, yeah, we'll give it a good year and a half to see what new console generation is and also where we are at streaming wise. Yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely some good stuff to come out. I'd say February, 2021, mm-hmm. March, 2021, right in there, right in there. Yeah. Uh, one that has been anticipated uh, <laughs> quite heavily. Uh, we got a remake of the second one and they have announced the fourth one age of empires. One of the game. most beloved RTSs that has ever existed. Yeah. Well, and uh, we we do have some listeners on here that may not know what an if you would like to explain what an RTS is. Uh, strategy game. Yes. Oh, okay. Real-time so, rit- yeah, real time strategy. Uh, in it, it does take many forms, but in this particular one, it is you start out a small base, you build up your base. 
and you take on um, either you can build out to to fight AIs of their own. In this one, there's different countries, and each country has their own theme of buildings and technologies and units. Um, that was kind of the golden thing of Age of Empires is each country that you picked was so unique play style. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't say play style, but units and differentiation of of, of building types. Uh, yeah, their skills. The skills I, you I could think, pick. I think their skills were so unique. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in well, some and, senses, they had little... Uh, like one was better at the horses. If you're in that area, one was better, but possibly defending um, yeah. different special units. So it looks like Age of Empires 4, uh, they did release a gameplay trailer, uh, a cinematic as well. They did. It's stupid looking good. Oh, it looks so good. So good. It looks like about medieval era. Uh, we're going to have uh, two races here already, the Mongols and the English. So mm -hmm. they've already announced those. You see those two fighting in this gameplay trailer, but the detail of this RTS just looks so good. Well, yeah, and that's what that's what I'm really excited about is you know the the gameplay for Age of Empires is so addictive, and they're keeping with that gameplay. But now we've got so much better of a, a technology base for for the details and the graphics. Mm -hmm. So it's going to just make it even that more immersive. So. Uh, this has always been one of my favorite games. I, I'm a huge RTS fan. I love I love the strategy games. And honestly, the Age of Empires was one of the first um, RTS games that I that I really just truly enjoyed. Same. So yeah, mine mine was Red Alert too. And then right right oh after my gosh, it was Red Alert. It was so good. <laughs> so and then good. came Age of Empires in yeah. the technology. You could you know you 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 level up your technologies that you have so you can lock different units oh i played i played the crap out of age of empires 3 and still Same. to this day go back to it and play it some age of empires 3 and age of mythology i played yep. a crap ton of mythology but just because it was so fun you yep. get all that greek mythology in there so let's hope that they don't um they don't uh downsize the epicness that could happen inside of Age of Empire battle. So that's why I like some of the RTSs like Stronghold is the massive scale of battles you can have in that game. Yeah. Um, oh, even huge. with even with previous Age of Empires, you, you could still. But I really hope they take that and just dial it up to an 11 with Age of yeah. Empires for good depth of, of technologies of what you can do, of managing your base, etc. So we'll we'll find out more as uh they've just released their first gameplay trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, besides that, not even do, do we don't even I know the release date yet. Yeah, I don't. There's not a release date that I so just the gameplay trailer and hype. Yep. But on a bright note, if you do want to play a game that scratches that Age of Empires itch, Age of Empires Two Definite Edition is out now. And you go pick it up. And it's oh. it's it's good. It's well yeah. worth the play. Yeah. It plays just like you remember it. Just updated graphics on every part. Yeah. So. And this uh, next game that we have is a pretty exciting one for me anyways, because it's from the developers of Life is Strange. Um, I'm a big fan of episodic adventure games. 
especially when you can uh, choose your reaction to specific sections of the story and it creates an outcome and the AI learns from it. So a uh, huge fan of those games. Uh, but Microsoft introduced this one and the game is called Tell Me Why. Um, if you liked Life is Strange, this is going to be pretty much a visual representation of those games were. But it's uh, it's a game about a pair of twins and they have to grow up together with uh, overcoming trauma. So that's really the only bits and pieces that we got of the game. Got a little little flash of it. Uh, it's coming out summer of 2020. So that one's pretty excited for me anyways. I honestly, I saw it and I, I didn't even know who it was by. And I could just tell yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, I saw it. And I was like, okay, that looks, that has to be from the Life of Strange. Oh, yep, sure it is. And yep. Okay, yep, Detach picks it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It looks interesting. Uh, it does. Yeah, uh, it does look interesting. So um, if if it is an episode-based adventure game, my I will probably want to talk about it. So, <laughs> and, and I'm sure I'm sure we'll be doing a review. Um, yeah. More than likely, I'll be doing a review on the uh, once these episodes come out. Sure. And we can't leave the announcements of XO one night uh, XO nineteen without talking about another mm. release that was near and dear to my heart. Halo Reach oh coming gosh. to PC with the yes. Master Chief Collection. Oh yep, my Master goodness. Chief. It was so good. Absolutely so good. Mm. Oh, that that's going to be like butter smooth gameplay too. Oh my gosh, yes. Absolutely it will. We're going to have to get in and play some SWAT. That's what for we're sure. going to do. For yep. sure. Play Gotta all go the play things Halo. SWAT. Yep, all the things Halo. Um, I don't know. There's... No matter no matter how old Halo gets, uh, I think it's just always going to hold that spot for us. Um, yeah. And if you guys didn't know, that was actually the very first game that uh, Victus and I met in was mm-hmm. Halo. Halo. When I wiped the floor with him, it was it was pretty cool. Lies, absolute <laughs> lies. He tries to say that uh, in pretty much every game. Oh, I think it's a I think it's a complex issue. So I mean. It's true. Uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk about the next topic? <laughs> I, you put it on here. Shenmue I did 3. Yes. Shenmue 3. If you have never played Shenmue, then shame on you because it is one of the most epic Japanese martial art story-based games you could ever find. The uh, the original one came out for the first gen Xbox. Yeah, Shenmue Two was original Xbox. Actually, the Shenmue One was Dreamcast. Oh, that's right. It was Dreamcast, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, it was so good though. Oh yeah. my gosh, the story. Yeah, so ninety nine to and honestly, the the Shenmue Three game itself has been in the works for a long time. Uh, they had a Kickstarter started up for it, and it has just gone through plague after plague after plague of finance problems, backing problems, um, ownership issues. But they finally um, were able to raise enough money to get this thing up and going. And I believe it comes out tomorrow. Yeah, so Tuesday, November 19th, uh, depending on when we... Um, can wow. release this podcast. You may be listening to this in the past, 
or the uh, future, depending very, on when it's <laughs> very puzzle. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited. Um, it's one, and I don't know if you can pre. I have not seen it anywhere um, on Steam or any of the the websites that I usually browse through. I haven't seen a pre-order for this one, so that that's a little curious to me. I've got to go, uh, got to go find it. Looks good though. I I hope they do it justice for all those that are fans of Shinmu. I I haven't played one and two, so, um, but just from what I've watched and little tidbits that I'm picking up on, I I hope the Kickstarter and it doesn't turn out to be a dude nukem. <laughs> oh, 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 don't play it like that. Dude, I, I'm just saying, you know, when, so, when something goes 18 years, yeah, yeah. since its predecessor, yeah. Shin, Shinmu 2 came out 18 years ago. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a long time to wait for a game. Mm-hmm. The, the fan, the, the true fans of this game, though, um, I can tell you have gone back out to Xbox Game Pass. They've downloaded one and two and they have played them because they wanted to experience that uh, that story. Yeah. I don't know. When when the first game came out, there was really nothing out. It was it was a game within a game because of the different things that you could do inside. So not only were you playing as this uh, this character, um you know, it's it's really based off a of Japanese tradition, and within the game, you were able to work, you were able to earn money, you were able to kind of have some RPG aspects of the game. You could uh, um, create relationships, you could uh, talk to people and have influence over them, choice-based decisions, but there was also uh, a really neat mechanic system for all of the martial arts fights. You could train and learn and get better. You had a master. Uh, so uh, for the time that this game came out, it was actually pretty groundbreaking for the graphics and the game system. It's pretty cool. Yep. And to those that haven't watched any trailers, I'm, the graphics is not going to be groundbreaking by today's standards of, of graphical oh, entertainment no. on games. No, no, no. Definitely but not. I think that's going to play into its uniqueness uh, as a game its whole uh, to differentiate it from the, you know, the, oh, it's got to be realistic graphics or just the greatest out there, etc. Um, and, and we'll probably play into those that are holding on to the, the love that they had for Shinmu 1 and 2. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely going to be a little more retro looking. Um, but I just, I hope that they, they, they've got that rich story like the first two had. That's yep. my only concern. Yep, we'll see uh, when it. Well, so it releases tomorrow, but then it looks like the actual review embargoes don't let up until the twenty first. So uh, for those that got an early preview or review, interestingly, they had an embargo for that long. Um. Some could say that it's different. Uh, Usually they'll hit like a day or two before, but uh, we'll we'll see how it does. For for all those that are uh, into it, I I wish it the best of luck, and I hope it does well. (laughs) Hopefully it does good. Yep. But uh, that 
I think wraps up the end of this very loaded podcast. (laughs) So many topics to talk about. And uh, hopefully you guys stayed with us. I appreciate all the support. I uh, just want to give you guys a big shout out and a thank you for uh, for all your support and uh, just sharing our content, enjoying what you guys uh, post for us, comments, questions, anything that you guys can do. Uh, we've uh, we've always appreciated it. We're getting ready to go into our fourth season come up this uh, next year. So thank you guys for sticking with us. Really appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Always, uh, always appreciate the support. Um, like Detach said, the, the comics and, and just you guys listening. Um, we we create the podcast just because we like talking about games. And uh, the chair on top is that you guys also enjoyed listening to us talk about said games. Uh, and if you guys did enjoy this episode, you guys can be sure to subscribe to the show and drop a review on iTunes, Spotify, or any of your favorite, favorite podcasting apps. You can also connect with us over on Twitter or our Instagram instagram or our website at allthingsgeekery.wordpress.com and those links will be in the show notes below and for you out there that enjoy live gaming content you can tune in to me over at twitch.tv forward slash fictus underscore dark arrow where i stream every weekday night yeah and you guys can also find me at a hobbit's journey.wordpress.com i spend a lot of time over there doing reviews writing and trying to get victus to actually join in on the blogging so you guys make sure you give him a <laughs> shout out on twitter and give him a couple of pokes here and there and get that man to a blogging <laughs> but with that being said if you guys have any questions or comments or future things that you would like us to talk about on any of our episodes make sure you guys send those over to podcastatg at gmail.com and we will make sure all of those are covered in our next episode but that wraps up this podcast guys so as always you guys stay awesome and we will see you in the next episode